ನಾರಾಯಣ ನಮಸ್ಕೃತ ನರೋತ್ತಮೀಂ ಸರಸ್ವತೀ ವ್ಯಾಸ ತಯ ಮುದೀರೇ ಯೋಗೇಶ್ವರಕೃಷ್ಣೋಧನುದ್ಧರ ತ್ರೀರ್ವಿಜಯೋಭೂತಿರ್ಮಿಯುಕ್ತ ಯೋಗಕ್ಷೇಮಹಾಮ್ಯಹಂ ಪರಿತ್ಯ ಮಮೇಕಂ ಶರಣ ವ್ರಜ ಅಹಂ ತ್ವಾಪೇಭ್ಯೋ ಮೋಕ್ಷಯಿಷ್ಯಾಮಿ ಮಾಸು ನಮೋಸ್ತು ಅನಂತಾಯ ಸಹಸ್ರಮೂರ್ತ ಸಹಸ್ರಪಾದಾಕ್ಷಿ ಶಿರೋರ್ವಾಹವೇ ಸಹಸ್ರನಾಮೇ ಪುರುಷಾಯ ಶಾಶ್ವತೆ ಸಹಸ್ರಕೋಟೀಯುಗಧಾರಿಣೇ ನಮಃ ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೋ ಭುನತು ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಕರವಾವೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾ ವಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹಾರ್ಟಿ ಪ್ರಕಟನಲ್ ಗ್ರೀಟಿಂಗ್ಸ್ and good wishes to all the brothers and sisters who are gathered here in relation to this merry life teaching for the information of all Guru Puja celebrations are being conducted in central India in the city of Nagpur under the guidance of our brother Ramaprasad Joshi it's a new group belonging to the state of Maharashtra which is being guided over 7 to 10 years today and tomorrow they are conducting guru pujas there nevertheless we continue with our middle life teaching with which today evening they associate <coughs> because they also follow the middle life teaching and tomorrow they continue with their celebrations i am extremely happy that we relate to the ninth aditya called anshuman aditya a four paper note is already sent to all the students who follow these teachings today in the morning by electronic means so that you would have the scope of the subject relating to anshuman whose energies we experience 
in the month of Sagittarius. As we all know, the ninth zodiacal sign <coughs> is the sign that transmits the fruits of the acts of goodwill that every person carries out over incarnations. Man, in his eternal journey, does acts of goodwill and also does other acts. He reaps the related karma, the fruits of goodwill or good deeds are all segregated <coughs> and are given out through the ninth house of the horoscope of the person and then the zodiacal ninth house is Sagittarius. The preceding planet, as we know, is Jupiter, who gives benevolent energy. For any person, his ninth house is the fruit giver, depending upon the degree of goodwill actions that he has demonstrated. Likewise, other houses also give their karma. The fourth house, the sixth house, the eighth house, the twelfth house, every house has its transmission of one's own karma only. We think of ninth house always because it shows what is the <coughs> sum total of goodwill that a being holds to take advantage of in the current incarnation? Ninth house goes, gives these details. Jupiter ninth house is the best proposition. And Sagittarius <coughs> is the sun sign that presides, that uh, succeeds Scorpio, where it's all occult, all mystic, all hidden. It is so hidden to be completely dark. It's the eighth house. It is followed by the ninth house where you have Anshuma, meaning <coughs> a representative sample of Aditya. Anshu means the part, Anshu, Amsha, meaning a part representing the whole. A part representing the whole is called amsha. Just like a beam of sunlight, from the total sunlight is seen as an amsha. It's a representative sample of Aditya, who is considered to be most beneficial resplendent and he is <laughs> full of positive energy, complete. Positivism is its main strength. I have made a quick note in the morning, a dictation to our brother Sandeep.
and then sent it to you all, which I wish to follow so that you can also follow for now or even later, because in the month of Sagittarius, apart from the Indian programs, we have always, we have always Guru Pujas right from October to February, invariably every week or every alternate week. But nevertheless, I am trying to see that our stream of teaching in relation to Mary life is not by far undisturbed. <laughs> so the Indian groups may have to fall in tune with it, especially with the English teaching, which eventually helps them to relate to English teachings as well in the future. <laughs> Anshuman Aditya presides over the ninth house of Zodiac. He is considered to be the most benevolent of Adityas that brings forth at once the fruits of good deeds carried out by the beings. He is of golden hue color moving gently in the air associating with the pranic energies. Imagine a golden valley where a gentle air passes through during the pre-dawn hours. It is extremely vitalizing, vitalizing energy that one can experience during that part of the day. The pre-dawn is indicative of potential light that follows Thereafter, Anshuman brings the best of the gifts to every being according to the seeds that one sows. As we sow, so we reap. This is known to us. So annually, in the month of Sagittarius, <coughs> And individually in your ninth house, look for the gifts coming from the ninth house. These gifts coming from ninth house are gifts of Anshuman, whose copy is Santa Claus. You know in the West we have Santa Claus who leaves gifts in your windows or in your door front and people look for these gifts. Gifts are nothing but the result of the good deeds that you have done in the past. Anshuman is known to deliver <coughs> gifts to all according to the good deeds that they have done annually and that's why he is considered to be most attractive and most welcoming Aditya among the twelve Adityas. <coughs> the breeze is gentle, the color is golden hue. He is a very vitalizing Aditya. When you think of Anshuman Aditya with its golden you breeze, it vitalizes your prana, it stimulates your awareness, you feel generally very energetic. Sagittarians are generally known to be <laughs> much more energetic than others because they carry a lot of vital force in them. More details we will speak of as we move forward. Anshuman is ever associated with the cosmic Jupiterian principle. The ultimate purpose of Jupiter is to cause expansion of consciousness. 
the golden view of anushma is the temple door through which beings are led into golden temple of leo and later to the cosmic temple of the world mother jupiter initiates in sagittarius and fulfills in pisces he is the lord of the two signs sagittarius energy as we all know <laughs> is the force of fire or the power of fire or the frictional fire that exists in the higher muladhara <laughs> which in association with leo this pairing i already informed you in libra virgo scorpio is one pairing <laughs> leo sagittarius is another pairing this pairing enables the force of fire of sagittarius which is frictional fire transforms into flame in leo the force of fire is the one that burns all the malefics and releases the light with from within in kundalini <coughs> in muladhara much fire work is done to scorch the malefics and to enable the essence of that energy which we call soul to emerge to get into the regions of leo which is golden in hue the sagittarius leo combination is worked out with the help of respiration and respiration only the active heat as it is there in the body along with the pranic heat that is applied <coughs> through respiration enable formation of the kundalini flame which is called kundalini fire all are called fires but not all are really the kind of fires we think so that most of them are are <coughs> flames that illumine but not fires that burn only the initial fire is the fire that burns all other flames they illumine the surroundings so the fire in sagittarius tends to be the illumining golden light in leo that's how the sagittarius fire and leo flame they build a bridge that's the second bridge that we build after virgo scorpio later we build cancer capricorn much later we build gemini aquarius and finally we build taurus pisces this whatever was started in libra you may kindly hold on <laughs> because these are the another processes which are called initiations so when leo wonders sagittarius find their bridge with the help of pranayama the golden light of sagittarius joins the golden light of leo and most further because the pyrenees sagittarius transforms itself into flame and then moves on until it reaches its goal <laughs> until it reaches its goal as we all know from the books of master jwalkul as also from the books of master ike sagittarius sets goals and keeps moving on it keeps setting goals <coughs> 
goal after goal it keeps moving on and after reaching a goal it sets another goal and moves further and moves further and moves further this path is called the path to the head that's why this month is called sagittarius month is also called marga sirsha meaning the path to the head sirsha is head marga is the path the path to the head is called marga sirsha repeat the path is marga sirsha is the head so the path to the head is the what is hidden in marga sirsha month which is nothing but the month of sagittarius so from sagittarius you can straight away move up to gemini the opposite sign and then take to a reverse path to go up to pisces that is how half of the z form is formed half of the z form is formed in varieties of ways it is expressed mystically by the masters of wisdom what is important is the journey that starts in sagittarius ultimately ends in pisces while it has its stations at leo at gemini at taurus and later <coughs> in pisces we'll go through that we'll go through that the idea here is it's a long journey that we have set on when you start with the sagittarius and that journey is a beautiful journey of golden light and that what is being expressed here anshuman is ever associated with cosmic jupiterian principle jupiter is at pisces jupiter is at sagittarius the ultimate purpose of jupiter is to cause expansion of consciousness the golden hue of anshuman is the temple door through which beings are led into the golden temple in leo so sagittarius to leo from muladhara to anahata <laughs> with the help of respiration with the help of respiration more and more you work with respiration the energies from sagittarius are pulled up to relate to the energies in leo that is the raj yoga way of doing things pranayama is the key of the eight fold path by which you safely land in the holy of the holies which madam blavatsky expresses are the heart center which you stay with the golden light and the relating pulsating principle the pulsating principle leads you further until the final step in pisces which is again preceded over by jupiter this is the path which is indicated <coughs> so therefore jupiter initiates in sagittarius and fulfills in pisces he is the lord of the two signs anshuman is the life force within the human body that adds impetus to the aspiration of the beings see people have aspiration which is also a dimension of sagittarius the sagittarius represents an arrow which is set on a bow and the string of the bow is drawn up to the ear to release the arrow in a manner that the arrow goes far and the arrow hits the target the mysteries of sagittarius i have separately given out as a book for our group many secrets relating to sagittarius are already given in that book 
then again there are mysteries given in the book by master ek and in the esoteric astrology of master dwarkar i am not trying to cover all of them i am only trying to cover the anshuman dimension which governs all these uh, activities of sagittarius sagittarius contains the rays of sagittarius anshuman in sagittarius they give such a vitality of life that your aspiration is doubled tripled or multiplied in, in so that you move on with greater vigor with your discipleship that's the beauty of sagittarius all aspiration is given a push by the sun rays of anshuman in the month of sagittarius no matter where you are just relate to the golden rays of the morning that's enough and then conduct the work of respiration and make sure that you gain that golden hue the related vitality of life and the related golden light it gives you light it also gives you light and it tremendously reinforces you that's the beauty the of anshuman because he is a, a great replica of all the 12 aditiyas according to puranas <laughs> he is the most cherished one he is also seen most beautiful one and he <laughs> he is likened to the winged golden horse see in every theology mythology you find flying horses with golden light flying horses with the white resplendent light or even flying eagles or or elephants with their trunks set up upwards all these are indicative of the sagittarian energy is an energy that is willing to move and move as much upwards as is possible according to the aspirant's will and anshuman multiplies that aspiration that's the beauty of it therefore <clears throat> ability agility swiftness radiance are his qualities anshuman is also a positive aditya and he eliminates doubts to the people in the surrounding he is so positive that around him doubts are neutralized see we are we have different zodiacal influences on us some are feminine some are masculine meaning some are negative some are positive it's a admixture that we have but the energies of sagittarius are such that it dispels all doubts when you are with this energy doubts are dispelled depressions are thrown out hesitations are withered away and you are all positive that's the beauty of anshuman anshuman will set you completely positive and make sure that the negative energies are all dispelled it's like you a, a great bird just withers out all its loose uh, what you call feathers takes to the wings and flies off nothing is uh, anymore a hindrance to a sagittarian there are great sagittarians who have carried out tremendous acts upon the planet and its energy that dispels doubts and all other negative energies <clears throat> he eliminates doubts in others also enables them to move forward his jupiterian energy 
has enough discrimination and clarity sharp as he is in his outlook he can see through and find the treasure hidden in the mundane form that's the beauty of sagittarius sagittarius has a great ability to see the minutest of things that's where you think of the eagle even from the high sky it can see the minutest object on earth and straight away target it come down and pick it up and get away the story of garuda belongs to sagittarius or anshuma the story of garuda is the story of self salvation and salvation of his clan and his mother we too are slaves of our own personalities and we are so so high with this energy to overcome our own personalities and preserve our our personalities as soul in good relation with the aditya called vishnu that's the beauty the personality is preserved over by the soul the soul is preserved over by the super soul that's the ideal condition and the slavery that we suffer from our own personality can be overcome with the practices that are suggested in the month of sagittarius this is because the sun rays on a daily basis bring in the related energies to help us out therefore we need to sagittarian sun rays especially during the dawn hours commencing from the pre dawn hours you know the vedic scholars they start their practices two hours before the dawn <coughs> the most advanced disciples they commence their practices two hours before the dawn and continue to work out the ardent practices for about 3 hours in all <coughs> thereafter they get into their duties and uh, the clarity that sagittarian carries is uh, uncomparable because he is sharp like an arrow his looks are like the looks of the eagle and he targets he doesn't see hither and thither it just hits the target and it is sharp and he has a very clear understanding and he gains the ability to see through the focus that sagittarius is anshuman gives he is he can see through see through is a facility he can see the treasure that is hidden behind the apparent mud the treasure sit down under the earth if there is a treasure he can see through he can see through the persons and see the quality of the soul he can see through <laughs> any form and every form and meet what we call the bull's eye and straight away gain the knowledge and he doesn't go in rounds and rounds and rounds to understand things that's the beauty of the sunrise of anshuma it is straight away hitting the target and gaining the knowledge and he can unearth the in, the invaluable dimension in any manifestation the invaluable dimension in any manifestation he can straight away relate to overcoming the veils and the, <coughs> the veils of nature that the form carries it's a dimension relating to anshuma anshuman aditya is predominantly driven, driven by justice and is incessant fighter for justice the beauty of a pure sagittarian is he always cares for justice to him justice is important 
because justice only holds balance. And Jupiter is the is giver of is the giver of love. He gives the love, and Saturn enables its manifestation. So this energy of Anshuman in the month of Sagittarius develops in us the sense of justice, and we relate to this race race and do the necessary practices. Anshuman is a representative sample and is a replica. He is a sample of the twelve-dimensional Aditya in the sense, in him, all other eleven Aditya qualities are visible and are expressive. Hamsha means a part, an image or a reflection. Aditya as a whole reflects himself from Anshuman Aditya and is therefore regarded as Aditya himself. Krishna says, I am the month of Sagittarius among the twelve months. Marga Sirsho Aham, he says. He says, <laughs> I am Vishnu among Adityas. That also he says. That means he is referring to Scorpio. But he again says, when it comes to the month, when it comes to the, the monthly energy, Coming from a son, he says, I am Margasirsha because it is the path upon which the beings are led. If you see a chapter in the music of the soul where Lord Krishna walks during the full moon night of Sagittarius along with Maitreya and Deva being. In the streets of Dwaraka, it is nothing but an annual feature of the celebration that happens during the full moon hours of Sagittarius. And uh, <laughs> that is what he is mentioned. I think that is how he, Masariki gave a, a pictorial presentation. But the entire month of Sagittarius keeps the doors open for you to walk through the path by relating to the antakarna centers in you. The whole practice is within when it comes to discipleship. It's all occult, it's all within the, the, the path that Krishna walks is from Muladhara to Sahasrara. So all these are details are given in that book, Music of the Soul, in a poetic manner. But in a yoga presentation, we have to take it that the journey starts from Sagittarius and then it moves on <coughs> and there are groups of beings that help you on the way. So that's where in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna refers to the, that I am Margasirsha and I play the role of Anshuman in that man to lead the beings to the, into the path of life and also to make sure that they reach their target in the in Pisces, which is represented by the lotus of Sahasrara. <coughs> the first thirteen degrees in the month of Sagittarius is very important. <coughs> the thirteen degrees represent a constellation. Moon covers a constellation just by a day, but sun takes thirteen to fourteen days to cover a constellation. When you relate to the constellation and the movement of the sun, the first fourteen degrees from zero degrees Sagittarius to fourteen degrees Sagittarius, it is considered to be the grand opening of the temple for people to enter. A grand opening for all disciples to enter the upward path, which is also called the path to the north. 
That's why they say, for all hidden temples, secret temples, the door to north is open. Uttaradwaram Therisayar Antarvara. The door to north is opened and people rush in. People rush in. Traditionally they do it in the in the temples, but they do not really know what exactly is intended by that. The moment Sagittarian monk sets in, the temple doors are open. The northern door of the temple is open. Normally, the door from the east is open, but during this month, the northern door is open. People rush in because they want to see the Lord. So that means the north in us is up above in the head. And we enter through Sagittarius, which is almost the southwestern <laughs> Muladhara. From there we enter with the help of Jupiter. The beauty is, in these thirteen days, you always stand a chance to move into the divine path. This divine path is what is called Devayana, meaning the path towards the devas. If you don't get into it, you get into the normal cyclical path, which is called Pitriyana. It is a path of cycles of birth and death. It's an opportunity every year for 13 days to enter into the northern dimension, into the northern path, meaning the direction is towards the north, and the door is opened, you can move in and conduct. But this is not possible for all. It's possible only for those who are fiery in their aspiration and have the knowledge of the <coughs> path and are also initiated by Jupiter. Jupiter initiates. That apart, another dimension is, this constellation in Sagittarius is called Mula constellation, Mula. <laughs> I have spoken about Mula in Mysteries of Sagittarius also. Mula constellation is presided over by Antinode. Antinode. The symbol of Antinode is a white serpent standing on its tail. A white serpent standing on its tail. The tail, the tip of the tail is Mula, the corner. And the hood of the serpent is at the head. From head, the hood is at the head, that is Sahasrara. And then the serpent is the energy which we call the Kundalini energy, which flows through the entire cerebrospinal column. The tip of it is in Mula. And Mula is presided over by Antinode. It, is in, it indicates that the aspirant should be sufficiently divested of substantial interest in the worldly affairs. <coughs> Meaning, he is detached. He is fairly detached from the objective world. <coughs> and he is predominant. Objective is to move into subjective world and thereby move into the realms of light realizing the higher dimensions of light up to Sahasrara. That means he is a fiery aspirant that has, that has decided to give priority to inner unfoldment than outer involvement. That is what is indicated by Antinor. Antinor is said to be Motsakaraka, meaning he is the one who liberates you. Antinote 
liberates you from everything. When antinode transcends your moon, you are almost dejected and you are no more interested in outer things. Some people, people who are not prepared, they get into depression when antinode transcends moon or ascendant or sun. But for disciples it is different. He disses, enables you to, to disassociate with anything other than upward path of life. It's a great advantage if you, when the sun is passing through that constellation, it's a great advantage when moon is passing through that constellation, which happens, <coughs> which happens every month when moon transits Mula. Sun transits Mula once in a year for fourteen days. Moon transits Mula every month, therefore twelve times he also gives that opportunity. And Jupiter leads you. Jupiter leads you from above and Antinode helps you to disassociate with all worldly affairs to which personality is attached and associated with. That's the beauty of the work that happens. It's a work of white magic that happens during these thirteen degrees when sun transits in Sagittarius and that dimension cannot be overlooked. It is within these thirteen degrees of sun you also have the a minor constellation called Akila. It's a constellation of the eagle, which is also indicative of an energy that was that leads you upwards. See, all energies that lead you upward are important. So Akila is one energy. Mula is followed by Purva Shada, which is again a an upward moving energy. All constellations after Mula, up to Revati, those nine, nine constellations, they have that upward surge. Therefore, from Sagittarius to Pisces, when moon is transiting, we have an upward pull. So also when sun transits from Sagittarius to Pisces, you have the upward pull. That upward pull is very important which we have to make use. <coughs> it is nature's cooperation for us to move upwards. And in this very month, you also have the energies of Kumara in the sixth degree of Sagittarius. And then on the fifteenth full moon phase, you have Dattatraya energies. See, you know about Dattaratraya, a lot of information is given. You know about Subramanya, the higher dimension of Sarat Kumara. You know about the soaring eagle. You know about the flying horse. You know about the white elephant that lifts up its trunk upwards. These are all the symbols which give you an indication that things move upwards from Sagittarius. See, this is the drama before the solstice. This is the drama before the solstice. The solstice comes after this. Birth of Saviour cannot happen without all this uh, preliminary work. Birth of Saviour is, is, is the culmination of Sagittarius. The energies of Sagittarius culminate into birth of Saviour. But the whole preparation is in Sagittarius. It's a beautiful energy and it is so positive and then so attractive and so uplifting whenever you think of it. Therefore you need to know about Anshuman and then the Sagittarian energies. <coughs> The thirteen degrees in the month of Sagittarius are considered specially important by aspirants and disciples. 
the uprising energies during the dawn hours during this period give a lift up to the practitioners to the sense of super mundane worlds the 6th the 11th and the 13th ascending moon phases in the month of sagittarius are specially noted i said about the 6 it relates to lord subramanya a dimension of sanat kumara subramanya is another name of sanat kumara i gave these names in the book relating to saravana bhava the book on mars kind of go through them and then the 11th moon phase is also okay is important in this month because among the moon phases i am the 11th moon phase that's how krishna speaks among the moon phases i am the 11th moon phase that means all 11th moon phases are important because 11th moon phase makes a good angle between sun and moon so that the soul and mind can be in harmony to carry out practices krishna also says among the months i am margasesha that is sagittarius so when you have 11th ascending moon phase in sagittarius it's a double advantage you have 11th moon phase and you have sagittarius and that day is celebrated in a grand way by the seers as the day of narayana <laughs> as the day of narayana it's a beautiful relation that one establishes within oneself from sahasrara to muladhara experiencing the downpour of the energies of ultimate the ultimate energy and it's uprising in a cyclical manner narayana 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 and that apart it is on the very same day gita was bhagavad gita was pronounced by lord krishna and till date in india the birthday of bhagavad gita is celebrated on that day the birthday is celebrated on the 11th ascending moon phase in the month of sagittarius in relation to bhagavad gita just to give you some dimensions <laughs> the fourth quarter of the year commences from conclusion of sagittarius from the from, from sagittarius the fourth the four months the last four months of the year sagittarius capricorn aquarius and pisces and <coughs> anshuman aditya enables an expression into the path of antakarana during the 15 days when moon sign is an ascent he paves way into the divine path and then is the whole experience from muladhara to to sahasrara via the centers is given by this practices which you carry out in relation to sagittarius leo then cancer capricorn gemini aquarius taurus pisces we'll take them step by step but i am only repeating so that it is deeply registered in you <laughs> and then the anshuman aditya's specialty is he is highly ritualistic it is his specialty Jupiter is ritualistic Anshuman is ritualistic he would like that we get into rituals rituals relating to sun moon and planetary movements all the ritualistic temples all the ritualistic temples on the globe are open in this month only in the month of sagittarius these are the secret temples unlike the exoteric temples that we have sagittarius opens all esoteric temples for rituals 
and then concludes the activity in the month of Scorpio to resume again in Sagittarius. The ritualistic year <laughs> commences in the first week of Sagittarius. For example, yesterday, a day before, yesterday, Thursday, we have the commencing of the activity relating to rituals the Jupiter presides and then temples get activated all over the globe. 23rd November, generally, Sun enters Sagittarius. So from 23rd November, mark two weeks in your calendar. Mark two weeks in your calendar till 7th December. They are extremely precious days for internal working with the light and with respiration, with all the practices of the eightfold path of yoga. <coughs> and uh, and these rituals always relate to the sound because Jupiter presides over the sound. The secrets of sound are also with uh, Jupiter. And the, when there is proper incantation of these sounds, there is the manifestation of graded lights that give you the splendor, that reveal to you the splendor of the seven centers that exist in us, that also give you the splendor relating to the seven planes of existence. Ritual has the ability to bring in the sound, the color and the related splendor and it has a rhythm <laughs> and of late many humans are out of outer rituals which is good. Outer rituals have lost much meaning. While it is good for social purposes, for self-enlightenment and to be much more effective as a new group of world servers, the inner rituals are more important. All the practices that we do in relating to the planetary transits are all the inner rituals because we relate to the Antakarna Sarira in us when we do these rituals. These rituals will unfold the related light in us and the related sound enables the revelation of these lights in us. The mantras that we utter for like Om Namo Narayanaya or Om Namah Sivaya or Om Saravana Bhavaya or Gam Ganapataya Namaha all this material is given in the book mantras with the related number, color, sound and the centers where they have to be done. So when we work with these mantras you are into a ritual and these rituals can be carried out depending upon the transits of the planet and your own self-awareness and your own inspiration. Engaging oneself with rituals enables you to unfold the dimensions of color, sound, number and the related vibrations. And all that work is the work of Anshuman which you should remember. <coughs> Besides being a flying horse, <coughs> I am saying this. <coughs> Besides flying horse, soaring eagle is also indicated as Anshuman Aditya and the constellation Akila is associated with it. In Puranas, the great Baruda, great bird Garuda is related to this constellation. Garuda soared high into heavens, conquered the gods brought forth the nectar to relieve his mother and his clan and later himself. The key of the story is working for others' release so that one is also released. Virgo being the tenth house for Sagittarius, working for the release of the downtrodden enables the upliftment of oneself. The story of Jesus is also one such example. The story of Arjuna is such, Sagittarius is full of service to fellow men 
and attain the peaks of spices, they gain the ability to bless through eyes. Lord Maitreya is a typical example of it. See, Sagittarian, <laughs> to him, from Sagittarius to Virgo in the clockwise direction, the tenth house is Virgo. Virgo stands for service. When you selflessly work for others, you are raised. So that is an added advantage. Along with your inner practices, you associate with outer service. That service enables you to relate to Pisces, which is the opposite sign of Virgo. Virgo Pisces have an axis. Sagittarius Gemini have an axis. These axes are nothing but pace. We have, we should never study a sunset. Compartmentally, independently, we should relate them by virtue of success, trines, oppositions and squares and see what kind of chemistry that they bring in. <laughs> that they bring in. Pisces and Virgo are a pair. One is analysis, another is synthesis. I'll also speak of Sagittarius and Gemini axis, which is a grand axis, which every master speaks of. So therefore, <coughs> from Sagittarius to Virgo, Virgo to Pisces, and Sagittarius to Pisces, it's a double work. In the outer world, you do service. In the outer world, your work is one of Virgo. In the inner world, your work is to relate with Pisces being in Sagittarius. So Sagittarius Pisces is the vertical. Sagittarius Virgo is the horizontal. That's the angle you establish by which you bring out the best of the service that is possible from higher circles. That's how Arjuna worked. That's the secret of Arjuna targeting the two fishes representing the Pisces up above, looking the, for the fishes, the reflection of the fishes in a pond below. He targets over, his target is over there, but then he hits at the moving fishes in the pond, which I have explained again, and Mahasarika gave a good explanation in spiritual astrology about this dimension. You work vertically to serve. You work internally, you, you work horizontally to serve, and internally you work vertically to move upward. That's how the three mutable signs, that is Pisces, Virgo, and Sagittarius, form a triangle to give you the best of the experiences and also accomplishments, achievements, attainments, and attunement. That's the beauty of the sun sign. <coughs> this is another dimension related to it. <coughs> and then when it comes to, when you have reached Pisces, which Lord Maitreya has done, just through eyes you can bless people. Only the World Mother can do it, Lord Maitreya can do it, and then Dattatreya can do it. These are the three which are mentioned in the books that just through the eyes they can bless. They have such a special eyes. Looking into the eyes of Lord Maitreya, you get blessed. Because the energies transmit and you would even feel that the energy, that the eyes are very live. The eyes are live and they keep moving, looking at you and even smile at you. It's a practice by itself to look into the eyes of Lord Maitreya. That's why I have, I, I also took advantage of mentioning that, <coughs> that uh, the, the ability to bless through eyes, the ability to bless through eyes, it is called a Meenakshi as a concept. Maria had that facility, bless through the eyes. Maitreya has the facility, to bless through the eyes. Not all are given the ability to bless through the eyes. Among the recent seers, Ramana Maharshi has that ability 
bestowed on him to bless through the eyes. <laughs> this is because they have worked out these processes. So this is another dimension. Then again, you think of these dimensions. Next time I give, I start with the higher griva dimension, which also belongs to this sunshine. <clears throat> Anshuman sunshine holds the key to Hayagriva, the Lord with a horse head. It's a profound dimension by itself. I'll continue in the next class with it. Please try to <coughs> relate to these, repeatedly listen to them, relate to the teachings which are already with you in relation to these topics, formulate a method and rebuild your practices in a manner that you are mostly functioning effectively in the inner side of your being and not waste away with uh, <clears throat> hip-hop practices. Hip-hop. There has to be a consistent progress as we move on and there has to be a regular, gradual and <clears throat> unveiling of light and the ways of light and the functioning of the light. So I thank you one and all and we meet you again on next Saturday. Though we have a, a Guru Puja in Srikakulam, I will try to see that we continue our topic and then relate in another way with them so that this topic does not suffer on account of so many group pujas that we have all around during these months. Thank you one and all. Wish you the best of the energies of Sagittarius and start building new rhythms for the year to come. Separate your rhythms. Whatever practices we are doing, separate your rhythms and do it. Just do not stop with morning and evening invocation of Master CV. Because it is the master only who pushes us into all these practices so that our knowledge enhances day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, incarnation by incarnation. Let it be so with all of us. Namaskar.